0: Yeah! What the fuck up, baby? let go! Yeah! Welcome to Divinorum Forum Podcast, episode uh, 47. Hell yeah, just like the Hitman game, fucking 47, guys. Uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, real quick, my last episode got fucked up. I recorded it two times. Once, I made um, a bunch of, or a few, you know, a few politically incorrect <sighs> No, it, it notes about it and then uh because I'm, I'm not always that great with numbers and, sh- and dates and stuff and uh then one of my badass fucking homeboys was like bro you gotta push the envelope like fuck it if you get it wrong you get it wrong fuck it we keep it moving no looking back and I'm like yo you're right so uh lo and behold I ended up deleting th- the correct one and posting the fucking, uh, the wrong one. I mean, the yeah, yeah. So I deleted the one that was correct and instead posted the right one. And that's what happens when you get fucked up and you try to work on a computer, guys. Uh, <laughs> shit. We got a good one for you guys today. So, <clears throat> I had a uh, I had an idea. A really fucking good idea. Let's drink some beers. That's, that's already off to a good fucking start. And let's talk. Let's talk about serial killers. I mean, it's fucking October. I know you guys are watching fucking scary movies and ho- horror shit. <laughs> Not horror shit. Horror shit. <laughs> You're listening to your horror core. This is your your Suicide Boys. You know, three six mafia type shit. Lord Infamous. <laughs> uh anyways so yeah we're gonna talk about some motherfucking serial killers how fucking cool is that the first motherfucker and if you don't want to hear none i don't give a fuck this is how this is this what we're going to do um man first off i want to talk a little shit about uh people that drive on the road i don't know if it's just me Perhaps, you know, I've just done too many mushrooms and think too much into stuff nowadays, but, um, I kind of see a lot of egotistical drivers, especially in the morning, like, you ever have those motherfuckers that, like, you got up on time, you ate, you know, you got your shit and you're cruising on your way, right, And then there's that one motherfucker that just decided to go out drinking the night before, woke up late, and now he's fucking speeding. Like, they're fucking speeding. I don't know why it has to be a guy, but the person's fucking speeding, and then they're over there literally riding your ass, trying to, uh, you know, get you to go faster. It's like, wait, I'm sorry, who was late to work? Me or you, bitch? That's right. You fucked up. It's like, it's not my fault that you're lack of time management skills or, you know is fuck you anyways i don't know I, or or those motherfuckers that are like you cannot possibly pass me like i will do everything in my power to keep you from passing me and that means like either going slow or getting like side by side by another car where nobody can pass it like th- that's the time where i feel like people should be legally allowed to shoot your bullet into your car It's like if you don't drive stupid because nobody wants to hit your car with their car because they paid a lot of money for it, they should be able to put a bullet in your car. And that way, people that look and see a bullet hole in your car, they're like, yo, watch out for this motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's like a social status. The more bullet holes in your car that you got, you must be a shitty ass driver. Imagine so many women out there. <laughs> the back of their car looks like a fucking cheese grater. Just so many fucking. <laughs> uh, that's, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, I think men and women are equally stupid when it comes to driving. But I was just trying to make a sexist joke to ruffle the feathers. You already know how it is. That's how we do it over here. Fucking them, feminists, man. No person is better than the other. That's how it is. Well, I'm a humanist. How about that? I don't know. Or maybe an anti-humanist. I hate people. In the- Anyways, I'm getting way the fuck off the topic here. Let's get into some spooky shit, alright? Alright, so this is going to be one of my favorites. I shit you not, guys. It's one of my favorites because this criminal has never been caught. And the dude, like, imagine you just kill so many people and you never nobody nothing ever you just go scot free um dna ugh, dna forensic investigation uh investigations found um, uh, okay so oh okay so it's two british uh there were two british researchers in The Journal of Forensic Science. And uh, by the way, this is of course, that's why I said British, going to be taking place in London. And if you know any serial killers in London, you know this is by all means the biggest motherfucking banger of them all. And uh, I mean, we're going to get into some other sick shit. But still, I wanted to go with OG, the actual fucking... Og. Oh, so, they made, uh, so yeah, these British researchers, they found this DNA forensic inf- uh, inf- investigation shit, whatever. And they uh, believed to identify a man named Aaron Kosminski. I hope I said that right. Kosmi- a 23-year-old Polish barber and prime suspect at the time. As being Jack the motherfucking Ripper. Up your ass with the blade Ripper. Holy shit. Man. What do y'all know about Jack the Ripper? Uh, Have y'all seen that movie? Uh, Ah, I forgot the fucking name. But, (laughs) man, look. Jack the Ripper, right? This motherfucker was an unidentified serial killer. Active in the largely impoverished areas in and around the Whitechapel district of London in 1888. First off, I was born in 1988, so I like this motherfucker already. I mean, decided to start killing in the 88. It was triple eight. It's like that means infinite. That if you turn it sideways, so I'm gonna infinitely kill an infinite amount of people. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um in mm, oh i don't care what he was called the leather apron the white chapel murderer this was in 18 fucking 88 and um other shit that i was not able to find i found through um what was it the like conspiracy theorists was that the the man responsible for being Jack the Ripper? Right, he used to um, he used to check himself in an in and out of psych wards, or like crazy, you know what I mean, nut houses. Basically, he would check himself in and out of mental facilities, and I bet you that during the middle of the night, while in one of those motherfucking facilities. He would check himself, you know what I mean? Or he would either check himself out or he would be in, you know, in the facility, sneak out the window, and go fucking kill people. But here's the weirdest part about it. And you would say that, oh, he's doing the Lord's work or some shit. This guy targeted prostitutes. And, uh, yeah, he would target prostitutes, cut out, you know, cut their organs and shit this fucking member um, let's see what crazy shit this motherfucker did <laughs> um it says the murderer was never caught and became known as jack the river no shit we left this already okay so the left kidney and the uterus were cut out and take away from one of his victims named Catherine Edois. a kidney was also cut out of the body from another victim But not taken away. What the fuck? Doesn't make any fucking sense. Who? Who got this fucking. Oh yeah. I did. That's why it's fucked up. Because. My research is trash. Whenever I do it. Just before I fucking start this podcast. (laughs) Look man. All in all. He was just another brick in the wall. No. Yeah man. So. Jack the motherfucking ripper guys terrorized london 80 1888 so he was reported to have killed or killing at least five women mutilating their bodies in an unusual fucking way whatever the fuck so indicating that this killer had a substantial knowledge of human anatomy and uh oof, sorry about that guys uh we are drinking beer here the uh So, of course, he was never genuinely captured or identified. Now, they say, like I said before, that they claim to have an idea who the suspect is. But until he's, like, tried and convicted, you never fucking know. And this was in 18-fucking-88. It's 2000 motherfucking-20, guys. If he's made it this far, then Jack the Ripper is who you know to be God. Because nobody lives that fucking long you dumb asses anyways uh <laughs> so jack the ripper remains one of england's and the world's most infamous criminals i mean dude the dude just doesn't get caught how do you get how many bitches was that shit he whacked five hoes out on the street trying to fucking you know pop that pussy for a dollar and he they shit they popped a lot more than that fucking ass I mean, shit. And he never got caught. How do you kill somebody on the fucking street and then just leave him to fucking, like, goodbye, I got my shit out of you? This is one crazy-ass motherfucking customer. And then all the other hookers are all like, yo, uh, I'm afraid to go out working tonight. It's like, are you afraid to get you a real job? (laughs) How about one of those? Are you afraid what is your only fans not making much money <laughs> man if them hoes were to see like be like bitch fuck you and your only fans i used to have to walk these motherfucking streets i've been beat the fuck up and i wonder how many dudes back then would like be drunk and fuck that bitch and then just like not give it the right amount of money or nothing at all give them like wooden fucking coins drop them on the ground and run like i've done that before i got uh there was a prostitute that was outside of a, a strip club that i went to with my dad one time but my dad took off and you know we hugged each other whatever had a good time some drinks and then he took off and i went back and hit up that fucking hooker and then i think i told this story before where like she after blow long story short after the blow job uh told her like hey i don't want nobody seeing um I don't want nobody seeing the uh, the, tra- the cash transfer here. So I have money in the jeans that are in my trunk. All I have in my trunk is just a pair of jeans. I go, just open the trunk, grab it. It goes, here, I'll open it right now. So I pop my trunk. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, for real? Like, what the hell? And I was like, yes. He goes, you know how fucking clever cops are? She goes, all right, but well you better not be fucking me over and trying nothing stupid. I got a pistol in here. It's like, that's cool. He goes, that's cool. I'm not going to fuck you over shit. You don't think I want to come back for round two? That shit was nice. And then she got that little smile. And then as soon as she stepped out of my car, mashed on the motherfucking gas, which closed the trunk and the passenger door and took the fuck off. See, that's what Jack the Ripper wished he could have done. But since he didn't have no whip, you know, he, shit, he had to slash and dash. (laughs) Oh, man. So, the weird thing about this is all five of them hoes that were were killed by Jack the Ripper took place within a mile of each other. Holy shit. And so that's where he get, like, the Whitechapel District killer, you know, it was uh near the White Chapel. I wonder if that's where the band got its name from. Let's try to sound cool. Anyways. <laughs> so. To make matters fucking worse. This is like BTK. He says that this dude would send a bunch of letters. That were allegedly sent by the killer to like the London police. Probably you know. Just talking shit. Sending them dick pictures or something. Taunting the officers. And, uh... Everybody took them as fucking hoaxes. And, uh... You know what I mean? Nowadays, you can't. Nowadays, if you send some crazy shit to the police... Like, they have a launch. The CIA infest a motherfucking Gation or something. Something. But, despite every investigation... Claiming evidence of this brutal brutal uh, killer's identity, this motherfucker's name and motive are still unknown. Get the fuck out of here! They've got theories about this motherfucker's identity that have that have been produced, you know, over a bunch of decades. But you know, some people say like, oh, it could have been a famous, you know, Victorian painter named Walter Sickert. A Polish migrant and even a grandson of Queen Victoria. But more than a hundred suspects have been named. And you know what would be crazy? It would be crazy. Is if you had like 10 to 20 people out there killing hoes in the street. And then they all try to claim to be one person. That would be the ultimate motherfucking mind fuck. Where you have like a group of people... Like, Charles Manson, you know, instead of, like, sending all three of them bitches or whoever to go kill Sharon Tate or, you know what I mean? Imagine if they all, man, I should have used Manson, but he's weird. Everybody knows his shit by now. But, uh, you never know, man. Could it be some cult shit? The occult dates back a long time. Even to this day, like, people like presidents and stuff. If you don't believe that the presidents are dealing with the occult, you're fucking blind. Like, there's a lot of shit that, uh, there's a lot of shit that points to, uh, evil things. I mean, how do you explain fucking Biden just smelling people's hair? Like, you have to really be into that kind of shit. Smelling people's hair. Especially children. Like, what are you trying to smell? The fucking L'Oreal Bubbles? Like, tear-free fucking shampoo? What the hell is that? Smelling the skin to get that smell of Mr. Bubbles? I don't know. Mr. Bubbles was the shit back in the day. And a little pipe. Oh, that was my first little plastic pipe. (sighs) Who do y'all want to hear about next, man? I don't really have much else to say about Jack the Ripper, except... Like, this dude, you know, some people have theories that he was uh, a barber. But when is a barber known how to fucking hack somebody up and know exactly where their fucking organs are and uterus and stuff? Like, I get it. You know, it's a prostitute. She shouldn't be doing something like that. But, hey, look, man, bitches got to eat, all right? I mean, that in the end, that bitch was like, hey, look, I am not made out for no day job and I ain't about to do nothing illegal. So I'm gonna sell my pussy. I was born with a money maker. And that's that's how it went. I'd be like, "You know what? By the time I get married, this hole's gonna be blown out." That's my wife. Hold up. Oh man, hold on. I I just paused this and forgot where I was at. Okay, so I got that finished. Talked to the wife for a quick sec. She liked the idea that uh that we're doing serial killers, you know, Halloween spooky season. I was like, duh, you know I had to you know what I mean? This is my first year on a motherfucking podcast and that's what we're gonna fucking do, guys. Uh, we're just gonna let loose. Um I got my package. That was left. I forgot about it all day. Dab House, thanks. Shout out from Texas. I'm not gonna show I'm not gonna disclose any other information. But he gave me this little yellow box and they are Sky Highs. Um he was like, yo, you've got to try this. If I send you one can I send you one to advertise on the show? Like, yes. So these are called Sky Highs Original and this one is key lime key lime pie cool well i've just about got it nice and the uh, wet on the wick so we're gonna see how that turns out here in a second uh it claims to be a hybrid so hopefully it's got some indica in there so i can you know blowing a puffing on this indica i'm a movie i'm a cinema motion picture go figure. Yeah, y'all remember that? I don't even know if I had that recorded, but that was fucking cool. Alright. Sky highs. here we go. Let's give it a shot. Got my battery fully chested. Thank you, by the way, Um, Dab Max, or who the fuck was it? Yeah, oh, Dab House. I'm sorry. Oh, I just totally could put your name out there. Uh if I can remember I'll edit that shit out. So anyways, um Dab House he uh sent me this sky high. So we're gonna try it out. See what's up. Oh wow. all legal cbd wow it, it, i'm i'm not going to lie it's got a good burst on flavor that's not why we're here i'm i'm, I'm fucking off let me hit this one. hold on i mean it's so sweet <sighs> Alright, that last one was a little bit forced, but anyways, let's go, so everybody, guess what, um, since I'm in between fucking serial killers here, I just messaged, I have a half sister, I think, I think she's my half sister, yeah, of course, my dad didn't fuck her, right, Um, so I have a half sister, right, and um, I'm not going to say any names yet until she agrees to uh, to do this, but I was like, yo... I know absolutely nothing about you like my sister my half sister she knows you better than I do but I don't know you at all and I'm like yo what a great idea for me to get you know to know you break the ice by having you on this fucking show so I sent her a message and uh, hopefully she doesn't take it as another dude trying to slide in her DMs that's pretty fucking nasty and we're not alabama sorry for all the listeners in alabama i had the roasty motherfuckers like that y'all are the only one that can get away with incest rape and shit <laughs> all right all right let's get let's get it cracking with this motherfucking um serial killer god damn that sky high is fucking great well let's keep it moving let's keep it rolling guys uh our next serial killer He's also a player like Jack the Ripper. He's also, he's a pimp. How many killer pimps do you know? And this one hits a little closer to home here in uh, the United States. So yeah, we're bringing it back. Jumping out of London, coming back to the U.S. Who do you think it is? Who is this motherfucker that we about to talk about? It's the one and only motherfucking pimp, Bro that player from the motherfucking, I don't know what rhymes with player, but anyways, fucking Ted Bundy, duh, no shit, bitch, look, if you have a minute, pause this shit, and look at Ted Bundy, or while you're listening to this, look at this motherfucker, dude, this looks like fucking somebody's dad, bro, like, if you were with your motherfucking homeboys, and you're just sitting there, like, smoking a joint together, and you're just like, dad comes home, oh, fuck, this is that motherfucker that's gonna pop. Maybe he's got some glasses on or whatnot. But dude. <laughs> Anyways, this guy was born in nineteen forty six. Damn. And died a year after I was born. At 1989. Hair lip looking ass motherfucker. Man, that's what the hell thought was cool. Alright. Ted Bundy, y'all, we finna get into it, y'all, alright, so let's talk about this motherfucker's parents and his siblings, right, his first, his early life, so, his, uh, let's see, Uh, oh, okay, so yeah, his mama's name was Eleanor Cowell, Cowell. went like by Louise, was 22 years old and unmarried when she gave birth to Ted. Ted's father may have been Lloyd, an Air Force dude. Um, hmm. Damn, did they not know? Other sources had Ted said that uh, his father's name was Jack Worthington. Damn, that's a motherfucking bitch right there. Nobody knows because Ted's birth certificate lists his father as unknown. His biological father's identity, fucking unknown, dude. You know what, you're not alone Ted Bundy, you're not alone, I mean I know my dad, and I know my mom, so, <laughs> I'm not in your boat dude, but I know there's a lot of motherfuckers out there that, that don't, they don't know who their fucking dad is, anyways, so let's jump it back to 19 motherfucking 51 guys, Louise, she married Johnny Bundy, and while Ted took his name, he reportedly didn't have much respect for his stepfather. And you know what I mean. If anybody's ever had fucking step-parents, you know what I mean? It's like, right off the bat, they're not even gonna... Nobody's... You're not gonna respect them. He's like, first off, you're gonna have to earn my fucking respect. That's how my stepkids were. This like, oh, this, this another dude's coming into my life. Like, what the hell? Like, you know what I mean? They... I get, you know what, I'm gonna hand it, I'll chalk it up to her, um, Isabel actually took me in great as a dad, because, I mean, well, shit, there wasn't much competition, and, um, but my son, Ivan, he didn't, he didn't want me to be his stepdad, because he, you know, he's still latched on, you know, I get it, and I'm not trying to say, hey, man, fuck that dude. I'm the guy, like, you know, I be the pappy, (laughs) so I was like, look, you guys call me dad if you want, you can call me whatever, you know, I mean, don't call me fucking asshole or shit, but be nice, shit, that's all I, that's all I care, if I'm nice to you, that's all I care in return, be nice to me, and sometimes they do that, they got fucking attitudes and shit when they talk, man, for real, them kids, sometimes you slap the fuck out of them bitches, (laughs) <laughs> anyways um <laughs> uh so yeah look he didn't have no respect for his stepdad and uh he resented that motherfucker for being uneducated and working class so i guess he wanted a badass dad he wanted like those motherfuckers that run the shit so his mama was working as a secretary at you know u- university a pudget sound and still married johnny in the 70s when ted was accused of his crimes what that's crazy all right so of course everybody every kid's mom is gonna refuse to believe these uh like they're oh not my son oh my son's an angel you see that all the time where like somebody's somebody's uh you know, a kid gets shot and killed, or somebody gets, somebody gets killed, No, oh, my baby was such an angel, he was such an angel, he couldn't do nothing wrong, he was a good boy, and then, like, all of his, like, track record and videos of them, like, fucking being a, a damn ass get leaked out onto the internet, and all of a sudden, you know, then the mamas turn get turned and start running like they're on the Maury fucking show. You are not the father. Yo, oh, time to get up and go. beepity beep. <laughs> Anyways, so that's crazy. You already know. Fucking mom's not gonna believe that her son's a fucking killer. I mean, who would? I, I don't think if if somebody were to say, "Hey, man, your your son is a your son's been killing people," and I was like, you know what? You know what? That would explain some shit. Uh, honestly, that would explain a little bit. That I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm gonna get my ass chewed out for that. But oh well. Um. So yeah, he was born in Vermont, Burlington, Vermont, on November twenty fourth, nineteen forty six. If you have a birthday that's November twenty fourth, you're like the reincarnate. Damn. So, Bundy started his fucking life as his mother's secret shame. As his illegitimate birth humiliated her deeply. Uh Oh, her parents. So, his mama has some religious ass fucking parents. And they're like, oh, well, God didn't. Hey, you know what? If Jesus didn't have no fucking daddy. Uh, and, and, and don't give me that. Oh, God was his dad and God. Look. If you want, if you came to me and tell me, look, uh, this baby's yours, but I got fucked by God, yeah, shut the fuck up, get out of here with that bullshit. Anyways, like, what do, what do, what do you, you, virgin Mary now? Still got that hymen intact, bitch ass motherfucker. Anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah, she, his mom delivered Ted at a home for unwed mothers in Vermont, and later brought her son. To her parents house in Philadelphia. Oh. She's in fucking Philly. Anyway. So. To hide the fact. That he was an uh, illegitimate child. Bundy was raised as the adopted son of his grandparents. And. He was told that his mother was his sister. Can you believe that shit? Ted Bundy thought that his sister. Or. He thought that his mother is in fact. His sister. That's. That's some psychotic shit to tell a kid that's not your mama. He goes, really? I kind of feel a really close connection. Like, like I've been really close for, I don't know, maybe eight or nine months. <laughs> Anyways. So, what sucks is his mom moved with Bundy to like Tacoma, Washington a few years later. I guess. And, I guess, married his stepfather, Johnny. So... I guess that's how that motherfucker came into the picture. But before then, you know, being an unwed mom, single mom with the kid, mom and dad were like, you're going to hell. So, you know what? How was I born, mom? Yeah, that's right. Y'all fucked. Let's get real. So from all appearances, Bundy grew up in a content working class family. He showed an unusual interest in the macabre at an early age around the age of three, he became fascinated by knives, you know what I mean, he's probably rolling into every gas station, like, bro, let me see them flippers, let me get them little flip knives that got, like, the same weed leaves, and, you know, skulls, and what else, you know, whoa, that's cool, man, I'm a trucker, and I got me a knife, <laughs> I'm just kidding, that's not how truckers do it, but anyways, So he was uh, at three years old. What the fuck dude is fascinated by knives at three years old. Dude was said to be shy but bright as a child. He did well in school but he didn't do good with people. He just. I guess he wasn't a people person. So as he became a a Teenager. Teenager. A teenager. A darker side of his character began to emerge. And. Bundy began to like to peer into people's windows and thought nothing about stealing things he wanted from other people. Which, oh, okay, so see, this dude came in there with the swoop-de-swoop. Now, he got a degree in psychology. Let let's, let me just let y'all know this. He's not a dumbass. This dude was an open thinker, or, you know, a free thinker. If you, if you make the choice to kill somebody, you have just signed a part. A way of your life, like this stuff stays with you. But this dude, anyways, I don't know where I was going with that. So, he graduated from uh, the University of Washington with a degree in psychology that was in '72. He had been accepted into law school in Utah, but of course, yes, we all know he never finished because dude got caught up. So, while he was a student at the University of Washington. He fell in love with a wealthy, pretty young woman from California. You know, he got he fell for them Cali girls. Yeah them you know if she doesn't talk like this with, with a lot of emphasis on every syllable, then she ain't from Cali <laughs> Yeah, from California. <laughs> It's not gonna last, California. Oh man, I be roasting so many people that fucking uh, from California. But anyways, so I totally fucked up that story. She had everything that he wanted. She's got the bread. You already know the dude was a gold digger. He didn't want to work for no nothing. So anyways, she had the money. She had the influence. She had the class you know what I mean, like, she was the shit, she was a smoke show, now, they broke up, and supposedly this dude was devastated, he don't realize that, you know, catch and release, buddy, fuck that shit, don't be, don't, don't, don't pay no mind to no hoe that put a lump in your throat, Ooh, shit, anyways, um, so, many, uh, many of his later victims resembled his college girlfriend attractive students with long dark hair so it's like man you you know what i mean imagine he picked somebody that looks like his ex and decided i'm gonna fucking kill you because i wasn't able to kill you back then what a hoe that's fucked up dude that's like i had nothing to do with this you know what that that's what i had to deal with with one of my fucking exes That shit was fucking stupid. Like, the dude that was uglier than her. And it's, I mean, he was fucking hideous. And cheated and left her and shit like that. So all of that crap got pushed onto me like I was the motherfucker that did that. Nah, fuck that. Hell (laughs) no. So that's what this dude was doing. Trying to go like, alright, I can't kill you, the actual you. So I'm going to kill somebody that look like you. So, in the mid-70s, this guy had transformed himself. Being more outwardly confident, active in the social scene, trying to get into political shit. He even got a letter of recommendation from the Republican governor of Washington after working on his campaign. So, like I said, he was getting into some political shit and trying to trying to be somebody. Now, let's... Let's quit talking about this dude's come up. We're going to get to the grimy shit, alright? Let's 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 get into the motherfucking victims. Let's see who got fucking slashed. Jack the Ripper is going to do it better, or is it going to be Ted Bundy? We're going to find out right now. You ready? This dude confessed to killing 36 young women across several states. Dude! Imagine pulling thirty six bitches, bro. I I don't think I've ever had that many girlfriends, but I mean, how do you get these girls all by themselves? Like you have to pull them. Like you, dude. He he must have like, man. He must be a pickup artist. Hey, man, that PUA action. Shit, thirty six, you guys. I'm 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 fucking blown away. This dude whacked thirty six bitches, dude. Oh my god. Experts believe that the final experts. They're like, like I'm an expert in figuring out how many people one person killed. Okay. So the experts believe that the final tally may be close to 100 or more people. Damn, dude. You know what? That's like a that's how you know you're addicted. It's like smoking a crack rock and you're just like That was good. But I want to get another one. And be like bro. You just finished that one. Yeah I know. But let's get another one. See I don't want the smoke to stop. (laughs) Anyways. So really. We're never going to know exactly. How many people that Bundy killed. But. He always had a. A pretty gruesome pattern in killing. And. If he wasn't beat. You know before he beat them. The fucking death supposedly raped him i don't know about the whole rape and i'm not trying to turn down the me too movement here or nothing i'm just saying all these women i mean i it as the story goes come on as the story goes this dude transformed himself all right he was becoming he was putting himself out there as a more confident and active and you know confident person and being active and social and and political so you know you have to have confidence like this dude trained his ego and how is he going to be able to do that he's got a, a degree in psychology so this dude was he he was basically a pickup artist pretty much that's 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 the only way to do it he knew what would attract women he did it and then he was able to find her, you know, vulnerable, vulnerable spots. Sky high, is just stumbling my words now. I told y'all, I don't know. That's just me. That's crazy. <laughs> but man, I don't know if he necessarily raped all of them. But you never know what this dude's mind, you know, was having. Now there is something. De- debate as to when he started killing these women but most of the sources out there are gonna say that he probably started around like the 70s 74 sometime around that time because I mean if if you just graduating you know you get your degree and shit uh, you should be old enough to know right from wrong so and then around that time in 74, 1974, they had uh, a lot of women in the Seattle area and nearby Oregon just vanish, go missing. And so, you know, everybody started talking and saying that some of the victims, they were last being seen in the company of a young, dark haired man known as Ted and so here's what they say about this motherfucker. He often lures his victims into a car by pretending to be injured or asking for them help. Y'all already know what I'm. Y'all already know that one. That's the old reliable right there. That's the old school little pickup thing. You know, you just pull over on the side of the road. Your intention is to mug whoever stops to help you. Like help, man. That's fucking set up. That dude was setting people up. That sucks. And then of course. Their kindness turns out to be the fatal mistake of their lives. So how was this motherfucker caught? I mean this dude seems to be with it right? No. So in the fall of 1974. This motherfucker moves to Utah to attend law school. Remember he never finished. And women began disappearing over there as well. Over at the law school in Utah. So the following year, he was pulled over by a cop. And this dude says, hey, I'm going to need to search your vehicle. So he's like trying to play the cool guy, you know, confident as hell. All right. Yeah, that's fine. So then the cop starts searching his vehicle And he finds a fucking cache of burglary tools, a crowbar, a face mask, rope, and handcuffs. So, of course, the cop's like, yo, this is not a fucking joke. This is the real deal, Holyfield. So he was arrested right on the spot for possession of all these tools. And then that's when the real investigation on this motherfucker is like, Wait a minute, we got all these missing people, we got these murders coming up, you know, let's see what, let's see what, this, is this our guy? You know, surely he didn't just hand himself to us, and sure enough, he kind of did. So, in 75, Bondi was arrested for kidnapping this woman named Carol Derange. Deronch, DeRange. whatever, and so, one of the, uh, she is one of the few women to escape this dude. And so, as a witness to this shit, he got, like, one to 15 year, uh, jail sentence. And, let me tell you how smooth, man, slicker than worm sperm this motherfucker is. He escaped, twi- uh, he escaped twice from prison. Yo, he pulled an El Chapo twice, bro. In '77, the first time he was indicted on uh, murder charges for the death of uh, of a young Colorado woman, and decided to act as his own lawyer because you know he was like taking lawyer classes, thought he had, he thought he was with the shits, and uh, so yeah, he was trying to be his own little representative, and so during a trip uh, to the courthouse library. He jumps out the window and made his first escape. Bro, if that doesn't say I'm guilty, I don't know what does. Like, that's, that's ultimate guilt, but he probably knew that. So he jumped out of a window, made his first escape. And then he was captured a week later, like eight days later. What the fuck? And then in December, Bundy escapes from custody again. He climbs out of a hole he made in the ceiling of his cell, having dropped more than 30 pounds to fit through the small opening. So all the cops did, you know, the cops didn't, they didn't uh, discover him missing for like 15 fucking hours. Imagine how far you can go being, you know, 15 hours. So he got a head start. It was like, man, Shawshank Redemption type shit. So this will lead us to the sorority, the Chi Chi Omega, Chi Omega, I think it's Chi Omega uh, sorority house. And this is one of his like favorite, I mean favorite, infamous uh, scenes that he's been involved with. So after his second escape from prison, he eventually made his way to Tallahassee, Florida. I mean, a dude's just got to scram, you know. So he takes his ass all the way to Tallahassee. And on the night of uh, January 14th, 1978, he breaks into the fucking Chi uh, Chi Omega uh, sorority house at Florida State University. And this is where this dude gets fucking greedy as shit. He attacks four of the young female residents and he kills two of them and then on February 9th Bundy kidnapped and murdered a 12-year-old girl named Kimberly Leach I don't know what the fuck he was doing with that like I think at that point he knew I'm just gonna snatch and grab or something I mean a 12-year-old girl like none of the other girls were 12-year-olds What the fuck was he thinking? Like, I I don't even want it, though. But, those crimes would mark the end of his rampage. And as soon as he was pulled over again by police that February, it was it. That was it. The most, uh, the most fucking insane evidence that connected Bundy to the two, uh, Chi Omega sorority murders at the, uh, at that university were bite marks on the fucking bodies. And you know what they did? He was like they came in, took a picture of his teeth, and uh, probably got a mold and matched them to bite marks. Like, this dude was nuts. Imagine you just got that sick fetish. You know what I mean? I mean, tch, he, he is one of the most notorious fucking criminals of the 20th fucking century i mean in the 70s you know who knows if he dropped acid or not but this dude he's known to be a necrophiliac so he likes them cold (laughs) he likes them cold turkeys you know one of them ones what do you got there in the back you know something sitting out for a while yeah, you know, something with a little bit of you know, what what do you have that's chilled? <laughs> he's in the he's in the fucking morgue like, No, nah, this one's too fresh. What do you got that's chilled off, you know, in the back? <laughs> oh man. Well, he got whacked in Old Sparky. Old Sparky's the name of the uh of the electric tra- chair in Florida that finally put his heart to an end. So remember, this dude loved at the age of three knives. who knew what the fuck that was for? He probably killed animals too, which fucking sucks. He had a psychology college degree, so he knew about brain shit and how people react to stuff. He admitted to killing thirty six women, but you never know exactly how many he killed you You just you never know it's crazy. Could have been more than 100 fucking people, man. And then, 12 of those people, he cut their fucking heads off with, a, I think, a hacksaw. I don't know if that's true or not, but they were decapitated. So, whoever the fuck that bitch was that broke his fucking heart. You know, Post Malone made a song about it. But, this dude went out whacking bitches for it. So, Ladies, before you, you know, fuck with the dude's brain and his dude's heart, just understand, you might just be killing somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah, just make excuses for this, dude. Oh, man. So, when this dude went to trial, man, he has the good looks, he's got the charm and intelligence that made him like a, you know, basically like a celebrity. He was kind of famous now. Cause he had, he was smart, you know, he knew how to conduct himself and he knew about charisma. I mean, he's got the psychology degree and, uh, so of course he's going to fight with every dime that he's got, but in the end he was, uh, convicted and he only spent nine years on death row trying to appeal the death sentence. Like you, I mean, I get it though. You know, you got your image, you're, you're looking like, you know, you're Swiss cheese, and then you just you're going to play that card you know you're going to play that card to the end so nobody bought it i think um i mean he he admits the 36 like fuck that's a lot of people that's a lot of people um so he got Let's see. For those two, uh, for the two kill, for the two people that he killed at the uh, at the sorority house, he he got a a, a double be- a death penalty. Two, so two death penalties, and then another death sentence in nineteen eighty with the the murder of that little twelve year old Kimberly Leach. Damn, twelve years old didn't even get the man. I I, you know what? If he did what I think he did with that damn girl and he deserved everything he got fuck that dude that shit's crazy i mean he tried to take his case as high as the supreme court but of course he was turned down i mean he offered information on some unsolved murders to avoid the electric chair but that ain't you know what i mean like what do you think that's gonna do they're just going to be like, oh, okay, well, you're already on death row, so it wouldn't look good for us if we were to take you off. So we're, we're just going to leave you on here. You know, we'll just let you, well, you know, we'll delay. How about that? We'll delay your fucking ice. <laughs> we're going to ice you, but we're, we're going to delay it a little bit. I don't know. If I knew my end was coming, I'd be like, fuck it. Just get it over with God. <laughs> but yeah, man. This dude, fucking Ted Bundy, that dude's weird, you know what I mean, it's like being a fucking player, pulling holes, and then killing them, just like Jack the Ripper, except Jack the Ripper went for actual hoes, not the hoes with class, just the hoes that need a dollar, man, just, you know what I mean, the audacity is these motherfuckers, I wonder what goes through their minds, where they're just like, you know what, if I get caught, fuck it, you know, there's no turning back, I'm finna kill it, you know, I wonder if somebody, like, somebody who was gonna be a serial killer decides not to kill at the very last minute, they just, like, got the knife and shit ready to go in, and then they're like, "Mm, no, you know what, on second thought, I better not. This could turn bad. I could be on the run for the rest of my life or some shit. You know. Who knows. People. People are fucking nuts. But anyways. So. This is some cool ass. uh, Spooky season shit for you guys. If y'all didn't know nothing about Jack the Ripper. Or Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy was a fucking player. And. That's it. Man, he loves that one girl. Enough to kill a lot of them. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, I'm finna wrap this up. It It's fun and all, but I popped some pills and I'm getting really tired. And, uh... Yeah, that's that. Plus, I had a couple of beers with it, so that's not really responsible. Anyways, um... Thank you guys for tuning in. Our next episode, we'll do a couple more uh, serial killers. You know, just for the month of October. We're going to do that. And we're going to make that shit happen. So, good fucking deal, guys. Uh, I hope. I don't know. I hope you like it. Tune in to the next one. Let's go.